What's in your head? Tell me something better left unsaid. Tell me something worth my time instead of all the usual. I'm tired of all the usual. Back to the Everyday Nonsense Podcast. I'm Mike Mundy here with Matt Santarpia. Hey, and we are coming to you as always from the Big Blue Pinstripe Saloon to get you through another little stretch of time where you can forget about anything that really matters. But let me introduce you as always to the man, the myth, the ascot, Matt Santarpia. What's up, dude? Well, Mike, thank you for that introduction. Wow, this is nice. Summer is here. Weather is warm, right? I tell you, school is school out. School is out for summer, like Surgeon General Alice Cooper said. Like the great Alice Cooper right. once said. School is out for summer, baby. That's it. Kids are wrapping things up. No more pencils. No more pe- what? No, no more, more books. books. No more teachers. I can't say that. My wife's a teacher. Dirty looks. I can't say that. I'm b- by the union bound not to say that. Anyway, now we are on the cusp of constantly hearing. Ooh, the cusp. I'm bored. I'm bored. That's it. What can I do? What can I do? Can you take me to the pool? Before we start with that, I want to say that the saloon, as usual, Mike, looks terrific for this recording. You really have done an excellent job in the decor. I mean, I, I think now our fans can see where we're recording from, which really is the mecca of uh, broadcasting. Well, it's funny. I've been putting more pictures up on our social medias as well so that people right. can really get the feel of where we are when we're recording. And it does, you know, it obviously feels like home because, hell, it is my Isn't home. it true or not? I don't know if I read this in the trade. You know, I read the trade magazines every morning like it's 1942. And uh, did I read, or or is this not true, that Cousin Brucey will be broadcasting from this studio now? I think he already has. Oh, he, ha- oh, he fact, was here and you didn't tell well, me? no, I think he's been living in the storage oh. portion of my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Because I come in wow. and, the, and the equipment is always all messed up. And I get these oh, you get recordings. the weird vibe that a radio legend is, is living in your storage yeah, facility? Yeah. Anyway, this is, you know, school ending, so we have the beginning of summertime, Matt, and... You know, you continue to work full time. I know your wife is off in the summer. Because yeah, my wife's a school a teacher. teacher, an educator, right? And she is off the summer, which is terrific. She can work like and do summer school. We used to do that before kids, but now with kids, she's off, which is terrific. It really is because she no, has nice. a lot of things playing with the kids. It's nice. You know, I, I, my wife continues to work through the summer. I still work, but I don't work full time. So, you know, I'm here a lot of the time. And then, but the. You know, the camps, I know it's a big thing with all the parents. Like, what camps oh, do they send what them camp to? Oh, camps of mucho How, dinero. Well, that's the thing, man. Mucho dinero. so much money. I never went to camp when I was a kid. Did You You didn't do that. I went to Boy Scout camp. Oh, well, bo- my, my son goes to Boy Scout camp, but that's not big money. I'm talking, oh, I hear an opening. What is that? You're drinking champagne? No, Matt, tonight I'm going to change it up. I'm going with a nice, relaxing Kentucky bourbon barrel ale. Wow. And I am pouring it into the correct Kentucky vessel. Kentucky bourbon, and you're pouring it into a... A, a, a snifter. A, a snifter that is, is very interesting, ladies and gentlemen, because if you're a history buff, it says Grumman on it. And if you remember That's anything right. about New York on Long Island, and I was just telling my son this yesterday, it's very funny that you're drinking out of a Grumman glass. Which is a relic, right? You got that from your grandfather? Yes, I have I a assume. few of them, actually. Yeah. He used to work for the grocery. Was a giant, government. you know, uh, 
you know, military contractor on Long Island that went out of business. It was terrible for the island. My father worked for them. <laughs> but we passed the big area all the time. You they, live right near it. They made studios out of it. They were filming right. shows there. What was that show with Kevin James? Uh, I don't Kevin remember. can wait. Kevin can wait. They filmed there, that right. there. You but know the live musicals? Live music. Right, right, right. They right. did all like, I don't know. What are the live musicals they did? Like Grease, I think, and things like that. Yeah, they did on one ABC. Grease. Yeah, they did Pippin, maybe. Right, they, but it's know. a giant facility because they built planes there. Yeah, so it's a, they have these giant hangars that are empty now. So I guess it's perfect for a recording studio. Maybe we should do our podcast from one of those giant hangars. I would love to. From a 747. I would love to. So if anybody from those studios is listening, please hit us up. But anyway, the the, the snifter is because this beer in particular is meant to be had really? in a snifter. It's wow, a, look it's at that a beer. It's a fancy beer. It's an ale that is aged in a bourbon barrel. You actually, Matt, and I know Matt's not I've a beer guy. I've been aged in a bourbon barrel. hey But you, not being a beer drinker, no. might actually enjoy this, you know? And while we're, uh, while we're on the topic, Matt, I just want to, before I forget, mention a, a different podcast that I came across. Ooh. And I just want to give them a little bit of a shout well, out. Well, what is this? Because they're going to be listening. They actually have... A lot of experience, and it's a service industry podcast. Oh, and we're both in the service industry. Right, and uh, you know, more towards food and beer. But the one, the first episode that I listened to, first of all, they're called the Bar Talk Podcast. We just want to give them a little shout out. If you want to find them on Twitter, they are at Bar Talk Cast. At Bar Talk Cast, the service industry support group podcast is what they call well, themselves. Support group? This is not for drinkers, is it? No, they're on bartalk.lipson.com oh, is where I found them. Dan, Andy, Jordan, and Carl, you guys do a great job. I heard a quick episode where they had somebody, a chef on from the Massachusetts area. They're based out of Massachusetts. I had a, They had a chef on. He was talking about farm to table, which is a, a huge thing, right, in the restaurant business right now. Funny, we should but, go on that show. But hey, maybe we're, we're maybe both have in the us. hospitality industry. Industry, our whole careers right, right right you know so a little shout out to them i know. am the ceo of caesar's entertainment we did anyone been, know that we've been tweeting with each other a little back and forth they wow. you know enjoy ours so we're gonna get well, a, a little bit of shout out yeah. and a little bit of cross promotion so very nice we are like the miracle on 34th street we are like the santa claus at macy's if there's something right. else at gimbal's that we don't have here you can go to gimbal's and still shop with us right so since we're not really talking about craft beers and farm to table you can go to Listen to those guys and stay with us. Wait for a minute! Our I thought we were only going to talk about craft beers and farm to table at this uh, broadcast. Well, don't don't bring up the format. Am I wrong? Oh, all right, okay. Yeah. Because anyway, I like table to table. Anyway, so that's a, a little bit of a pop for them. But I'll um, eat anything on the table. You guys know our socials. If you want to reach out to us, we'll uh, drop them at the end for you. But um, you know, I want to keep talking about this whole summer. We, we summer are on here. Stitcher. In case you're paying notice to that, that's Matt's favorite. That's my favorite because I because I, I make quilts. Well, so I know. it's nice. You should see his house. You should quilts everywhere. Jeez, he can make the new flag. Right. I, you know what? Maybe I'll write a letter to the uh, Washington. Didn't you quilt an entire cover for your house? You know, you <laughs> is know your whole you, house. My whole house is a quilt covered in quilts at this point. You know what the funny thing is? I wouldn't know where to begin with stuff like that. Oh, no, I no. give you know, if there's any quilters listening to us, and by the way, <laughs> we have people. You know, we 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 laugh about this, but we have people all over the world that are tuning into this podcast, which goes to show you what the heck is going on in the world. I right have now. no idea. 
Don't we know? have people from, I think, Kuala Lumpur? Yeah, I think so. Vietnam? Kuwilta Lumpur. Kuwilta Lumpur. I mean, we have people. I, I, it amazes me. I was looking at those countries you yeah, were talking fun. about. it. All London, England? Yeah. Right? No, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And the Gaza you know, Strip? You know, if you're in a different country and you're checking us out and you're listening to us, we really appreciate a it. strange send a, land. Send us a message. Speaking of the socials, what we have yes. done is, you know, I've, I've been looking for input from people and we've been getting it kind of in drips and drabs, but this week we're... We have a, a few more suggestions from people what they'd like to hear. So us we're talk getting about. interactive. Is so that we're what getting you're interactive. Yeah, we're and what very, very interactive. Well, what we've said from Jump is that we want to have this. Uh, we want to have the listeners decide what's on our show, right? You know, because we want to talk about what they want to hear about. So we have a few things that that they brought up that are sort of nonsensical. Are these telegrams or are these emails? Two telegrams and one <laughs> Facebook message. Is it a singing telegram? I, I think know. if you send a singing telegram, you, you're on the show. One came from a Pony Express, oh. <laughs> and it was written eight years ago. Oh my God! Before our show was even. Wow, you know, that's cool. You know, but that's cool. uh, was yeah, the letter so, all taped together? So here we go. All right, these are actually all from. Uh, I think all two from Facebook and one from Twitter. Two from Facebook and one, nothing from Stitcher. Okay, here we go, Matt. The first one. Wow, from a, uh, this is from a, a real live listener. This That's is right. exciting. That's this right. is really happening. The first one is from Gene. Gene. Gene says, how about neighbors? How about it? How because you're neighbors, mm-hmm. you have to be nice to. Right. Even though you have nothing in common socially, financially, politically, etc. Wow. These are Gene's words. Mean Gene. You go into the house and tell your wife you just spent an hour with this a-hole. Wow. You did what you had to do. Well, we, well, first of all, we want to thank Gene. We love you, Gene. Yeah, I love you, Gene. Thanks Keep for, listening, uh, Gene. Thanks for putting that out there. My, I did reply to him, you know? Yeah. No, we have we have a crack team right. on our social media. We have a team on crack. We have a... <laughs> but anyway, in I fact, think... the police are in this studio right now, ladies and gentlemen. So let's, let's talk about the neighbors, you know, for a little bit, because I do think that he brings up a good point about neighbors in general. I'm fortunate enough to have awesome neighbors, so I don't have to go through what he goes through. Well, I I think right now, right, we're setting the stage. We both, we can unequivocally say that both of us, really, we're very lucky. I've always had good neighbors. I mean, it's very, um, my whole life, even as a kid growing up, you know, and then moving, you know, now my family, I have terrific neighbors. But I know a lot of people who have crazy neighbors. Well, and I, and yeah. you have a, you know, like you see, like you ever watch, <laughs> you ever watch Judge Judy? You know, I don't. That's what they talk about, these neighbors that like, you know. Yes. You're right. I don't watch Judge Judy, but I well, do. I have, think you watch. Well, Judge hold on, because I, I do I really, have. I do have a I guilty pleasure for the People's Court. Who's the People's Court now? Oh, is anyone is, good? But Judge yes. Judy's funny. No, she's though. been there forever now. And, yeah, you but know, Judge after Judy Wagner is, left. But she's very sassy, Judge Judy. So is oh, what is her name? Not dude? as sassy, sassy as Judy. Oh my God, what is her name? I can't believe Marilyn I, Mil- Marilyn Millian. Marilyn Monroe. No, Judge Marilyn Millian. She's good. She is good, All and right. it's it's a guilty. I'll watch it. it is such a guilty pleasure. I'll my plus, they film in Queens. Oh, that's nice. So you actually yeah. hear people from towns right around. I can't believe people it, go know? on that show, but it's like everything else. Oh man, it's anyway, amazing. I'll have to watch. That. It's amazing. So anyway, our neighbors are awesome. But I did growing up, I did have a neighbor in the back of the pa- of my parents' house. And that's where we would always play, right? The you know me, my brother, and my sister, friends, whatever. And we'd always play a lot of wiffle ball, a lot of kickball, that kind of stuff. And if the ball went over her hedges, uh oh, right, she would go ballistic. Oh yeah, she was one of those crazy, absolutely crazy ballistic. People, yeah. You know, like she did. Very rarely would she throw it back. <laughs> she would keep it. She would save your wiffle balls. But she earned the nickname Mrs. Yell. Oh, because she and would everybody yell. called her Mrs. Yell. 
You know, I do know her last name, but it's not important. Right, right. You know we, what I mean? Know, you think she's still alive? <laughs> yes, I do. But uh, it, it was brutal, man. It was brutal. Wow. Because we were she petrified. never returned all your things? petrified. She would yell at us at wow. the top of our lungs. She would yell at my parents for us because then we would try to, you know, go through the hedges to get the ball no, back. No, no. We, we never. Which she was very we particular about that. her hedges. Yeah, we never. <laughs> you know? Right, we never had that. My, my uh, father-in-law had a little bit of a crazy neighbor. My, you know, my brother-in-law has a crazy neighbor. Some of them are crazy. Yeah. But now I think when we were younger, like I remember when I was younger, we had abandoned cars. I kid you not. We had cars that did not run with no plates on them, like an old Cadillac, I remember, which got me into Cadillacs that would sit in front of our house, abandoned for years until it was restored. Now, right. if my neighbor had an abandoned, you know, 30-year-old car with no plate. First of all, you can't have a car with no plates. On the street. In New York, they, 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 uh, they shoot you. <laughs> No, they yeah, take yeah. your first child. I mean, it's serious. Right. So, but imagine that. So maybe my neighbors thought we were kind of the crazy neighbors growing up. Well, it up. does sound a little bit crazy. Yeah, we had. You don't remember that? Those I had old. No, cars I do remember my, that. Yeah, I mean, it was like no. And my 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 neighbor had an old car in his driveway, like that. You know, you saw more of that. Yeah, I think it is a fear when you say you buy a new house or you move into a new house. It's obviously a huge fear. Is are my neighbors yeah, going to be? How are your neighbors? Are they crazy? What are about the murderers? Be? Some neighbors kill you. I had, you know, before one of my neighbors moved in, who were great. Where, you know, not a murderer, not a murderer. Great Thank friends God. with them. The Thank kids goodness. are similar ages. They're always playing out right. front. You know, drinking beers, coming over. It's just the kids a, are know, drinking. Oh it's a great time. Goodness. You know, hey, hey what do we got to do? We're, they're not driving, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're not even riding bikes, right? But the people before them, that was a nightmare. That was a nightmare. Well, sometimes the old timers get you a know, little crotchety. It was the whole thing where you had this, you know, teenager who always had these giant parties and all right, that kind of right, stuff. Right. And you know what? I, I don't, you know, like I'm far from a straight edge. But I'll tell you. But they were like out of control. Like, I'll t- wow, you thought it was out of control. I you're, was, you're like a crazy person. And you're talking to the guy who the cops came wow. to my mother's studio. Do you remember when me and Rob Pfeffer were playing? You know who we had on from La- Appetite lady, for Destruction. Ladies and gentlemen, I very rarely make personal claims in life but on this show i feel like to grow our show i want to you know make a personal claim go for it the only time i've ever in my entire life passed out from drinking i'm not a really much of a drinker as uh, surprise surprise was at one of your parties when we were kids i think we were teenagers in high school was right college we were no, in college. college we were old enough to drink because remember my band was yeah. playing in my I can't, mother's I dance can't ima- studio. I can't imagine. That was the craziest thing I ever did. So, the 4th of July. So if you're saying, back to my original point, so if you're saying that it's a wild party. Now, we right. have a person on our block, college kids, I think they're from Sweden because they all have blonde hair and they look like they're Swedish. I don't know. <laughs> Throw out the corn. Yeah, bags. right. Very, either they're Nazis. <laughs> the yeah, either freaking. they're like, you know, they look like elite blonde Those blue Swedish eyes. Nazis. Very nice. But they have these crazy parties like on a Saturday. With this house music. Right. How, but a crazy like music. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a, you know, like a, a however. <laughs> You know what they do? At 10 o'clock, they shut everything off. Really? They're nice. So another, oh, millennials are horrible. They're terrible people. I'm telling you, even their parties are like, all right. You know, <laughs> it's crazy, but they shut it off at 10 Or they go inside and you can hit, barely hear it. You know, everyone has well, that. They, they they, sw- they're respectful. You know, they, they all switch to their beats. They're all I the guess headphones. so, they yeah. Switch, like there's, right. there's dance clubs around here right, now. Right, right. In, in Long Beach or in a lot of areas. Right, where you put After, headphones well, on. Everyone quiet, looks like they're crazy. It, it looks like air traffic controllers. Remember we were out to dinner? We were out to dinner for our friend's <laughs> birthday. We were watching a nightclub from across the street. We're right. at an outdoor restaurant, and the it, 10 o'clock comes, and all of a sudden, all the music stops, and all these kids put headphones on and smoke. 
it starts happening and we're like, what the hell? It becomes silent and we're like, what the They're hell's going dancing. on? They're full dancing and it looks like a Benny Hill skit. Yeah, it was like somebody yeah. hit mute. Right, that's what they it do. It was like somebody hit mute and all of a sudden, because they, you know, they're quiet hey, towns. I'm all for it. It's insane though. Let me tell you something. I think it's great. But they're all hearing the same DJ still. Yeah, yeah. So that's a really- <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. I feel like a crazy person. It's a really cool we thing. We can't do that. Can I- we do that? I don't know if I could I do that. I dance with headphones. I feel like crazy. I'll tell you, I listen to a lot of music in headphones, right? So I have a small, tiny, minuscule cleaning business. And right. so I clean residential Come on, it's houses. It's the biggest cleaning business in the world. <laughs> in the saloon. But this is what I do. And the entire time I have headphones in. And I'm either listening to podcasts or I'm blasting music. Because that's what, it makes it go quicker. Like, right, well, know, I don't, I don't do even, the, I don't even own headphones. The only headphones I have is when I travel for work and I'm on a plane and I have those. Well, I love it, and I'll tell you, they have been the source of embarrassment for me, for me many times right. because I don't do it as much anymore. But I used to belt out whatever I right, was because right. nobody's now, home. Now you can't. But talk. somebody would get home and forget their <laughs> keys, and I'm singing Johnny Cash at the right. top of my. This is a true story, right? I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm working, I'm cleaning. You know, I think I was making the bed in one of the rooms or whatever, You're right? You're dressed all and in I black. Have, no, I have Johnny Cash <laughs> pumping in my headphones, which I get into, you know? So I don't remember. Pro- oh, you know what it was? It was A Boy Named Sue. All right, all right. You know? Yeah. So I'm singing A Boy Named Sue at the top of my lungs, right? The girl comes walking in. She had forgotten her keys. And she says, you're, by the Mike, girl, you're like fired. 45 years yeah. old. Right. <laughs> Thank you. For, I forgot my keys, and I'm glad I did because you're fired. Well, she's like, she lets me finish. And I didn't know she was in there. Oh, and she watched you? And then she makes herself known. Uh-oh. She's like, Watch out. She goes, that was pretty good. Uh, like, yeah, right. Yeah. You just heard me sing Boy Named Sue acapella yeah. while I made your bed. Right. You know? You can go back to that work now. That sounds a little crazy. Well, how do you think when you leave in the house, do you, you still have like her as a customer? Yeah, yeah. They've been wow. clients of mine for- I don't know. Watching your whole- Eight you years. Charge her 15 bucks. I tell you, if I knew- like I a live show. If yeah. I knew, I would have done the whole Folsom Prison Live right. album. <laughs> Well, let me tell you Johnny Cash, because I worked at a theater, I said it before, where I saw all these guys on Long Island, all these old timers at the time, and it really shaped my music, but I saw Johnny Cash so many times, didn't appreciate Johnny Cash live, didn't really, wasn't into the music, thought it was country or whatever, and now as I've gotten older, mm. I think that happens, I'm like, wow, yep. you know, the movie came out, we liked the movie, my wife liked the music, his music is terrific, he was terrific, he acted, this and that, I'm like, wow, I missed out. I really did. I know, because I know. I had him, we had him in our backyard. I could have seen him too. All the time. There's a lot of guys like that. Yeah. You know, that passed through the crowd. And right. now I'm a huge Johnny Cash I mean, Cash 10 fan. minutes from here, we could have gone to see him anytime we wanted anytime to. Anytime we wanted. Yeah. I'm, and I'm sure my dad even went and I right, was like, oh, right. I don't I'm sure your go, dad you know? went. Because yeah. my dad was is a big Johnny Cash no, fan. No, it was he always, always a sold out show. It was always it playing was... in, in his car. Yeah. You know, and some of them you're like, all right. Like, you know, like, right, well, I, I love thought Johnny he was Cash, a little, but, yeah. you know, once he got older, and started, like when he was, he did a cover of Hurt, right? He's right. like, I am hurt myself today. <laughs> you know, people go nuts over it. You know, it was funny. But the interesting thing about Boy Named Sue, I got an interesting fact. Do you know, Matt, how that song came to be? Do you know the song? A boy named Sue. Yes. Well, my daddy left home when yeah, I was yeah. three, was and he never did much songs, for mommy. Right. Uh, right. Very good. Right. Do you know who wrote that song? Neil Sedaka. Shell Silverstein. Wow. So this is how it went down. Johnny Cash was doing, I believe, his Folsom uh, his Folsom Prison show. Right. Which is one of his, you know, he performed live in all the yeah. prisons. Well, that was, the movie really opened up his oh, life. Oh, the movie was great. Because even me, I was like, oh, I never knew that. Right, but know? I think it was that show that he was doing, but don't quote me. Anyway, he got a note from, his, him and Shell Silverstein were friends. Wow. He got a note from Shell Silverstein, which was this poem, which was a boy named Sue. He brought the poem out on stage, having never read it before. Right. Said to his band, 
play, I don't know, you know, do good, do good, do right. whatever. And just he just play this and let's singing. go. And then he just sang it to the rhythm. Wow. And that's exactly how that song was born. Wow. That, interesting, right? No, he was, like I said, fascinating guy. I think we, in our time, see, we, we missed him. We missed him. He was right in our time. I wish he was yeah. my neighbor. <laughs> right, right. Well, back to that. That would have been, right, been great. An how do we get neighbor. on Johnny Cash from, that, from Gene... Uh, you know, mean ranting Gino about Collins, his neighbors. Well, let, let's ranting give, about his neighbors. Let's give Gino a little bit of advice. Yeah, let's give some advice. You know, so I don't know what you do about it, man. It sounds like you're handling it just right, but uh, you know, that's a rough situation to have a neighbor like that. I know? think it's better to be cordial than not. You got to live yeah, next. You got to live people. next to it, right? Unless you live on a farm with 10 million acres, right? You got to have neighbors, right? Right. And if he's voicing all these concerns and making you feel like junk, you know what, man? You're still a bigger man yeah. than he is. You can handle it. You can do it. I think it sucks, though. I, I do. If you, you know? have bad neighbors, because if it's you have annoying. great neighbors, it's a great time. Right. You know, if you have bad neighbors, it's really got to suck, man. And maybe we'll see you on Mar- Marilyn Million. Maybe we're right. at the people's court. Hey, listen, that's right. You know, or Judge Judy. All right, so that was Gene I with his like neighbors. That. Keep anybody those has comments any, coming. Anybody has and any neighbors' stories? Then, then, then you know, let us know about it. So, this well, we've also never lived in an apartment building. I always say to myself, he doesn't wow, live in an apartment. Wouldn't building. it be good to live in a really nice condo? You know, I tell my, I say to my wife, like some, you know, I have a, a you know, a, like a big condo. You know, you don't have to worry about anything. I have a nice big balcony. You right. know, that's all you need. But you know that then you're even closer to neighbors. See, we're in houses. Oh yeah, but they're close. Well, Our listen, houses are not far from each other. I've talked to about my neighbors. When we moved into the house, there was no fence. There was an old post fence that separated like four yards. You know, the two were immediately next to me, and then the two behind. Is that me. by the pigeon coop or is that by the old creek? <laughs> you make a left at the, the old, old post creek. farm. What the heck are you talking about? No, I see your fence. neighbors five feet in front of me. Old post fence. Old post fence. You know, not a farm. Yeah. Anyway, so the first thing we did, and we didn't really know who the neighbors were yet, was we put up a bigger fence, like because you know you, we know about me and my privacy to begin with, and now even like uh, you know the neighbors on either side of us who we right. love, they're all happy that we put the fence up. Oh yeah, yeah, you know it's what I nice. mean? Because now you want to have, have a little space. separation. Like yeah. I'm thinking about putting like a doggy door in between the two and let the kids go back and oh, forth that's at this nice. point, you know, because they play, right. each, you know, they're constantly in and out. You of You have your kids now. use a doggy. I think that's a breaking a law. I don't think so, no, as long as it's big know. enough. All right, so that was but, from Gino. That was great. So we have more listener comments. We yeah. do, we do. We have one from Kenny. Oh, big Kenny, ladies and gentlemen. Kenny's reaching out to us on Facebook as well, and he says, Uh-oh. I would like it if there were more Chicago Bears stuff in the saloon. Oh, really? Well, we, we took this to heart. First of all, does is Kenny from Vietnam? Kenny's not from Vietnam. I thought it was not one of our listeners of. from Kuala Lumpur. It might but, be. Um, we actually watched, before this uh, podcast, we watched the famous skit on Saturday Night Live, The Bears, the Bears. with George Wendt, who we, we've mentioned before. And we the did late, this for you, Kenny. The late, great, you know, one of our all-time favorites. Oh, I think we, agree, we, we, we disagree on a lot when it comes to music and, and people we do. However... We agree on a lot, and we agree that Chris Farley's a master. Oh. There was a lot of people in that skit, I right? Oh, Mike Myers. Mike Myers is and in I forget that. the fourth guy. I don't know who the he other guy was. He was in a lot, was. that guy. I hate to, it was a Thanksgiving war. Anyway, I we think watched he, that. I think that guy rotated through different Yeah, yeah, guys. he was a writer, I think, I think. Well, no, I think sometimes- Was that A. Whitney Brown? Sometimes Norm MacDonald was there. Sometimes yeah, right, right, right. Billy right. Crystal played him. Yeah, right. You know, this part, whatever. But well, Kenny- Well, anyway, we, in honor of your question, Kenny, because I know nothing about sports- we watched the Bear skit, which you know, with Mike Ditka, who's right. still around, by the with way. With Macaulay Culkin as Macaulay a young Culkin pilgrim. Macaulay Culkin was a young. This was like a nineteen ninety five, I think, or ninety six. So, Mike, take it away with the paraphernalia. But anyway, Kenny, listen. Here's the deal, man. If you send us something Bears, right? Then I'll happily Mike display will put it. it this is all sports all the time, right? Yeah. I will, and I don't have any ill will. I don't have no. any ill feelings. We love toward Mike Ditka, the Bears. We love Ditka. We Maybe do. We, 
for the maybe we could for the day. Oh. You know what, Kenny? For this podcast, this is the Mike Ditka. Right, the Mike Ditka. Big I blue pinstripe. We salute. could maybe get him. That would be cool. <laughs> He'd be a great guest. But Kenny, send us Wasn't something. It? We'll display it. We'll put it on Twitter. We'll put it on Facebook. We'll put it on Instagram. We'll tag you in it, and we'll have uh, and, and something the bears, from the Bears. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. But the Bears is that William Refrigerator Perry? Yes. Right. He had a song. I mean, Bears were big. They oh, were the big. Bears were. Big. I mean, they really were. When you think about that, they I mean, were. I, I don't know if you see that. As, as as fervently now as you when we, we they had, that was all over the place. Well, they were the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah, <laughs> you remember with Jim, right, Jim right, McMahon? Right. Yeah, no, you don't see that now, do you? You really you, don't you see really the fervor. Don't. Like it was like no, everyone. They if I'm did. if I'm quoting that, and I don't know anything about sports, that was a giant. That means thing. you know that. That right. means it's huge. Yeah, uh, if I know the coach. Ditka, right. right? Well, we just watched that sketch. No, right? no, but even so, uh, you, you did know Mike Mike Ditka. Yeah, I did know Mike Ditka. I but like I, coaches. but I like those old hokey videos that teams yeah. used to do. Right, right, right. It was like those eighties and they even early nineties. It was hilarious. So bro. we, we, you know, well, I can't speak for Mike, but Mike, you'll put uh, Chicago Bears paraphernalia up because Big Kenny was scared of him, right? We're a little scared of Kenny. We don't know. We think Kenny actually, I think, he, you know, judging on his Facebook page, he, he looks a little bit like a bear. Oh, well, they, and so do I, by the way. And if you want to just send me like a bear. My kids a call bear. me a bear. Right. We'll also put a stuffed bear. Sure. I mean, listen, we don't hunt. Give me a bear head. Yeah. Anything. I'll throw a bear head in listen, the Listen, I don't shave for a couple of days. I'll even I'm put a bear a, right here. I'll even put a Chicago Bears hat yeah. on him. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so anyway, that's what we could give you for the. All for right, the I love so that comment. Send Keep something listening. to us, Kenny, and we will. I we will should definitely send people put it up. something. Can we send them a, a, a bumper sticker every we, day now? We can send them positive thoughts. We can send them positive vibes, as Nick Hexum would say. That's right. We'll send you some vibes for we'll, now. We're sending you positive vibes, but you're going to get a can opener soon. All right. The last one that I have, Matt, is from comes from Ryan uh, on Facebook. Ryan from Facebook, and he says. Fast pitch softball. I'm sure you have as many stories as I do. Uh oh, Ryan. So Ryan sounds like he's another softball dad. Yeah, well, I think that's our listener base. <laughs> right, you know, we're all kid- softball parents. We I can think. call it kids sports in general, especially right, well, you know on different levels. Oh and I know, gosh. Matt, you had something that you told me about that happened at your daughter's little league softball game. Right, not even travel softball. What's that? Where you had the the umpire had an oh, issue. Oh, right. This is a great one. Right. This is a great one. This. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I have a daughter. I no, was only right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but this is great. The, the my 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 daughter in her uh, softball. She's in fourth grade. They won the you know their league. They got trophies and the whole nine yards, and it was terrific. They had a great season. The name is the Hicksville Volunteers. I don't know why they have names like that, but the it was volunteers. the zombies last year. I like the zombies. Well, are they getting paid to play softball? No, they get, they, they, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're all volunteers. So they're volunteers. But anyway, they did a great job. But the, the last game was getting tense. But, you know, the parents that I know and that are with me, when I say tense, if they say, oh, my God, I can't believe that that call to the ump, that's about it. I mean, I've right. seen games where they get really, they curse, they scream. These, yes. these guys and gals, I'm telling you, are not tense. But the <laughs> the ump we had was like a kid, like, you know, he had to be 15 or 16 years old. Right. It was his first run at it, and he got flustered because the parents were snickering a little bit. And I say a little bit, like if you were the ump, you would have told them to get out of here. You know, like part of being an ump, so right? So wait, wait, I'm confused. Was it a little bit, or were they going over the top? No, no, no. There was a very little bit. Okay. But he really got emotional at the end of the game. He broke But he down. could definitely hear them. He could hear them. At the end of the game, it threw him, and he was making a little... He, I'll tell you this. See, I, I don't know sports, but I'll give you this. I heard the other dads talking, and I chimed in. 
he was making inconsistent calls for both teams. Okay. Horrible calls, but he was consistent and how horrible they were. He was consistently right. inconsistent. He was consistent, right. So a lot of the parents, you know, so whatever. However, he got so emotional at the end of the game, he started hysterical crying. We, he was a little, we felt so bad for this guy. So what'd you do? I said, great job. But my wife looked at me like, why would you say that? It was a horrible job. I Don't like, reinforce this I, problem. I, I looked at him and I gave him a thumbs up and I said, great job. You know, Hang like, in there, yeah, Chip. You'll get right. him next time. But I wanted to say... Don't you know any famous umps? Right. <laughs> you always hate the umps. Like, you you have to be a rough, you have to be like, you know, Walter Matthau. Yeah, you know, you have to really get into it. Part right. of being an ump is being able to shut the guy down. Listen, exactly. this is what I say. If you don't like it, you're out of here. Yeah, but a 15-year-old can't do that no matter what. No, no. I felt bad for the guy. Too we bad all we, did. Too bad he wasn't Leslie He Nielsen. left, in, right, uh, you know, Enrico Palazzo. Hey, it's yeah. Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> no, but I never saw, have you Must ever seen that before? the queen. I have seen that before. Actually. You've seen umpires break down. No, emotionally? I haven't. No, I shouldn't say that. I haven't seen them cry. But I, I felt I terrible. Did, for I this did kid. umpire when I was his age. Oh, and how was it? How and was even it? Even then, man, we're talking about a while. You know, we're talking about ninety three, ninety two. Oh That's my God. I was umpiring then for you know kids baseball. I was right at senior in high school. But even not even I was a sophomore or whatever. You know, like right. it was like ten bucks a game. It was like a, a kind of a yeah, part time job. Yeah, that's what kids get. They you get do like ten. five games right. in a row. Right. It was great. You know. But even in those games, that meant absolutely nothing. The kid couldn't even reach the plate with the pitch. And they mean absolutely nothing, and the parents right. go bonkers. You know? Yeah, no, like no. The, just... the, these parents, I'm telling you. But once we get up, yeah. It, it, a couple of the parents were like a couple of comments, but it wasn't anything horrible. But right. to see the kid cry. Well, and well, once, said, you get oh up into, once you get up into the, the, the older echelon and the travel right. sports or whatever, man, it you know it just becomes a little bit, you know, you, you, you notice that there's so many different types of people. You know, at these games, and, and a lot of people take it way too seriously. Well, they take it too seriously, but I think the ump has got to be confident. The ump that's does one have to thing be you have to. That's, that's right. why guys like doing it, right? Because you get guys that are like, you know what? It's the one place I could see that, right? Where, where what I say goes, right? I don't get yeah. anything at home. Yeah. You know, I got the kids running around. <laughs> right. We're right. always running, but it, when I'm an ump, because I've known umps, you know, my uncle did it or whatever. Yeah, they get a kick out of it, right? Because they're in charge and they take it seriously. Uh, my yeah. father-in-law was an ump. He was like. Every game was a Super Bowl. Right, he had to right. stop doing it. He took it too seriously. Well, because the other thing that gets annoying for them is like you know, always half of the crowd is happy yeah, with you, like, and the, half of yeah. the crowd it's is like mad politics. at you. You get half and half, no matter what. Right. But but if you're an ump. You know that half the credits, you right. have to know how to deal. But I felt bad for the kid. He was no, a that, kid. No, that's a tough yeah, spot. Yeah, crying was terrible. I mean, he, he went away. I mean, I think his parents <laughs> got him or something. But it was terrible. Doesn't sound bad. like he should be an up. No, he shouldn't be an up. Anyway, so we, softball. Yeah. So we get so, it. So we do get it. We, we do know get it. softball you know, hijinks. There's, there's, and there's so much that goes on with the travel sports in general, like the, the traveling and the tournaments and the T-shirts and the arranging everything. And it's just the whole weekend, you know, and... It's it's a lifestyle, and I'm deep in that lifestyle, and like all summer long, you know, and I love it. But there are a lot of things that you can really look well, at. Well, I'll and tell you, you what they gave the, Angie. The, they gave her a, for the winning team. Angie's my daughter. She'll be ten. She was just ten. They gave them, you know, the team got a big trophy, right? But they gave him a necklace, and on the necklace, this was great. It was a it was like a gold plated fidget spinner. Oh yeah, like engraved <laughs> like champions or whatever. That's so I thought, cool. listen. 
I think kids, uh, fidget spinners now are passe because my Angie's like, yeah, whatever, Dad. But I'm like, wow, fidget, I love those fidget spinners. Yeah, it's two, like Liberace. Two years fidget ago, spinner. right? You could, how much were they online? Yeah, I know. You know you my my get kids them. wanted them. They were like yeah, fifty, sixty, hundred dollars. Now that you get like, what was like that? You go on kids? Oriental well, trading and get a gross. Well, what, of what them. was the thing when we were kids that were like? I'm talking about items that were flashes in the pan that were very big, like fidget spinners. Some guy, some Chinese person, probably or whatever, who created it, who manu- made a billion dollars for a month. Right. What was the big thing of the day when we were kids? Like a big thing. Well, when we were older kids, there was Tamagotchis. What was that? Those little things that you had to keep alive. They were like a little. Oh on a, on yeah, a chain. I never got into that though. But that wasn't. I don't know, man. I'd have to think. What on that about one. was it? Was it garbage pail kids? Oh, garbage pail kids! That I had big, so many. Right, of that them. were big for a period of time. For me, it was always baseball cards. So I didn't but really garbage get into those. Kids, garbage we pail compared kids. garbage kids. Oh, oh I got yeah. Sloppy Sal and I got, <laughs> you know, Rotten Ralph, right? I mean, yes, you wanted yes, that. that's a good call. But so, so was that a short blast of time that the guy who created- Yeah, they were popular for like six months a year. Garbage pail kids made- a billion dollars in like six in like a week, and then he was out, I and think, that was it. I, I think I could be wrong. I think you can actually still get them. I think Cabbage Patch Kids, Cabbage Patch Kids, I mean, but that wasn't here today, gone tomorrow. That lasted for a long time. That was a big, 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 big thing, though. And if you were a boy that had one, look out. Well, you know it why was it, not was a, a, it was not an easy time well, for yeah, you. And I had it one, a but different you, know, time. you know what? <laughs> what also was is that. That was when people went to retail stores. In the 80s, people actually still went to Sears right. and bought things. So it seemed like hysteria because there was, instead of going online and having a million people order online, okay, you can do that. Right. <laughs> you had to go online at the store. Yeah, you had to and wait And there was there. hundreds of right. people waiting, so it seemed like you know a Kiss concert. Right. And you know if you I mean? actually, it was a crazy right. thing. Yeah. And if you actually got one. Right. It was, it a was whole like a historic board. day. It was like when we used to have to go wait at Tower Records for concert tickets. Well, I think that's the, that's what I'm getting at. What I was getting well, at Well, I don't is, think your artist ever sold tickets no, no, at no, no. Tower Records. No, no, not Tower Records. <laughs> I mean, I went, I could buy them there, but it was just like a you know. Yeah, you could do novelty. it at 3 in the afternoon. I could usually call the hotel box office and get them online. Line, um, literally waiting online oh, yes. uh, by the window. Some but of the best times of my life were waiting for tickets. Live events today are so great and big, and you know, because you, you're invested in it. Like it's so much different than doing anything else. You right. have to go somewhere. You have to wait online with other people. You have to, you know, be smushed, <laughs> right. or you have to get in the seat. You know, you you're buying a ticket. You're getting in your car. It's a whole different. You know, that's why it's a whole different feel, a live event versus watching something on a phone or a movie. It's different. It's right. different. Right, because you have to go do it. Yeah, you're invested in it. Right. So it's a whole different breed. But that's, I'd like to come back to those. Yeah, those, that's a good topic. We those talk those about toys, that. those passing toys. Why yeah. don't you jot that down for yeah, us, Yeah, passing Matt. toys. I got it. Well, thank you guys for uh, contributing. Hey, thank Keep those comments coming. You know, and uh, yeah, if you want to hit us up, you can go on Facebook slash Monday and Santarpia. You can right. go on Twitter at Everyday Nonsense. No second E, E-V-R-Y, Day Nonsense. You can go on Instagram at Everyday Nonsense Podcast, or please send us an email, everydaynonsensepod at gmail.com. And please look out for our new website, Everyday Nonsense nonsensepodcast.com that is under construction will be coming your way live within the matter of weeks I would wow. say Matt. So that's, website. the website is going to be big, the one stop shop even though no one looks at a website well, no they actually they absolutely do for podcasts you can listen to the podcast on any way you want hey, once listen, the website I'm is up for it. you can send us an email directly from there you can do anything you want we're going to have you know, all our, right our, from our, our links on there we'll have our links our photos if we talk about an article on the show if we talk about something else on the show we can link it up there you want to make and a you comment can go and you can read it so please go ahead and, and hit us up on those socials we want you your can. feedback baby tell me something better left unsaid tell me something worth
All right, Matthew, it's time for that ever popular, ever cheeky, ever wondrous topic. Uh oh. Nonsensical. This is our trademark now. This is it. This is it. Like uh, some comedians had cigars. Right. Right. We have nonsensical. We have our nonsensicals. Yeah. This is our goal. This is the Cadillac. That's it, man. This, this is, is a- the Cadillac production now. Th- this is what, what, what people are listening yeah, for, I have yeah. a feeling. All right. Poor so people. the first nonsensical for the evening, Matt, is going to piggyback on the softball comment from Ryan and the conversation we had earlier. All right. But I'm going to take it and I'm going to generalize it up a little bit and we're going to go into. You're going to some- set the stage I'm for set our the stage. listeners. We have a big issue of mine is that seems to be lost with people these days is overall spatial awareness and common courtesy. But let's tackle the spatial awareness. Oh, you're, you're so like, you're like uh, Miss Manners over here. Let's bring Co- common courtesy. <laughs> well, it goes into my kinosphere. Remember, like right, kin- right, right. You just don't want to be around people. Well, here, tell me what you feel about this. Right. So we're at the softball tournament. This is why it piggies back because piggybacks. Piggies back. Piggies back. Wow. This is why it piggies back on what we were talking about earlier. We're at the softball tournament. We're watching our girls play. Okay. And we're on one sideline, and the other team is on the other sideline. Of you course, and, right? You, you and your family. Right. Me, well, me and my, everybody who's parents of the girls on the team. Right, right. So there's quite a few people, you know, and there's, we have, you know, we're set up in different areas of the place, but the there's, you know, four or five of our women sitting watching, you know, kind of behind the plate, but off to the side a little right. bit. Now, since it's a large tournament and a lot of fields, other teams are waiting to play their games. So there was another team that had a game right after hours on the same field, right? Watch out now. So what do sounds they like do? A, sounds like a, a brouhaha is well, coming down the pike. What do they do? But they decide to set up camp directly in front <laughs> of our people. What, is like a Jimmy Buffett concert now, or our a softball game, That's tournament. what it seemed like. Our yeah. game is going on. There's no bleachers at this field. Right. Everybody has their folding chairs, their lawn chairs, their coolers. You have a lot of crap. We're there from 9 o'clock in the morning right, until- you got to bring your whole house. You know, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. You bring you, a you're couch. there a long time. And we're just sitting there watching the game. And these people, they come, and the entire team comes and sits directly in front of us, right? Now, my wife, who is one of the quieter ones, right? She says, "Excuse me. Uh-oh. Do you think you could please move over?" Oh, that you know to me that sounds like fighting words. This lady thought so. I'm surprised so. at her. This lady thought so <gasps> and she goes ballistic. Oh. Well, at least oh. you could be polite about it. Uh, I can now I'm not moving. I'm, I'm oh She moves God. her feet over her chair over like 3 feet. And it says, I moved, I moved. Meanwhile, we still can't see half the field now, which it wasn't an issue two seconds wow. before they showed up, right? But the idea that we even had to say anything or that they didn't even realize or put two and two together. And these are people that go to softball tournaments all the time. They know how it works, but they sit there right in front of us and they block so our So let me view. ask you the question. This is the big question. Was there a rumble? There the wasn't jun- a rumble. Was but there a rumble in the jungle? There wasn't a rumble, but there was some yelling. There was back and uh, forth. You what know? did you do? And then the coach, I, I eventually <laughs> went over. I was trying to stay out of it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I bet. And then I eventually went over and I just said to the woman, look, we asked you to move because we're trying to watch our You should our have been like, play. listen, I'm a, I'm a podcast star. <laughs> yeah, and why I'm, don't we uh, come dissect this yeah, on everyday nonsense? And I'm, and I'm used to a certain way of treatment and I'm a star and I want you to move over. No, you're absolutely right. People don't care. They don't care anymore. People it, don't care. It happens so often. Often now, that's the thing that's alarming about it, right? This wasn't even like a rarity. Like we went to our town, had their first ever St. Patrick's Day parade this Uh-oh, year. Oh, watch out! Which is a huge deal. Did you uh, kiss the Blarney Stone? I tried. Oh, uh, leave it for another show. It's a family show. But much like the softball game, we were standing watching the parade, and as the parade's going on, people are literally filing it in front of us to the fact where. 
you know, it's on a closed street, right? Right. To the fact where they pushed up so far that they made it a one-lane street. There's a two-way, double-yellow-line double, uh, double yellow street. Right. They made it a, a single-lane street. There are fire engines coming through with, like, six inches on each side of them because these people standing in front of people that have been there for hours. And let's be honest, this is a St. Patrick's Day parade, so you don't want to get, you No, know, this is a, yeah, you yeah, don't tempt fate on one of those. Driving those fire trucks is not exactly, uh, <laughs> it's not a four-alarm fire. But, I mean, it happens constantly where I'm standing somewhere and somebody will just walk directly in front of me. Yeah, somebody, that happens a lot. You know, like, they'll just kind of, like, pretend like, it's like, they don't even see you. It's like they don't yeah. even exist. And it's not even a phones thing because they're not usually looking at their phone where they're doing it. Oh, I didn't notice you. And there's never maybe a, it's just oh, my you. bad. You ever think it's you? Maybe it is just maybe, me. Maybe people are saying, you know what? I'm going to piss this guy it off. It could be because it, it really ruffles my feathers. Uh, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing feathers. Whack, whack, whack. Right. It doesn't happen to me as much, but you do more uh, tournaments and things like that. But it's not only that. It's everyday life. It's it's at school pickup for my kids. You know, I'll be standing somewhere and, uh, you know, like looking out for my kids and somebody will plant themselves directly in front right, of me. Right, right. Well, I, th I think they do it to you on purpose. No, I think it's happening a lot more, man. I really do. I think we're totally <laughs> losing sight. I think the whole idea of common courtesy doesn't even exist Well, the school drop-off is really, honestly. That's so cutthroat. The school drop-off is rough for any any time you drop your kid off there's a lot going on at the school drop off there's like triple parking really now there, there, there's 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 cones there's a guard there's police now at the school drop off i mean the school drop off is i don't remember it being such a a giant production it's like a i can't believe it well the thing that bothers me the most about that too is like you know we uh, my kids go to a pretty small school on the el the elementary school it's not a big school at all and it's a very local school you know i often walk to get my kids because it's literally around the block from us but a lot of times i have to drive because if i'm coming home from work or if it's raining or in fact if your kids school they don't use like loose leaf paper they use like a chalk Right, they do. A chalk like they had in... Just like, a tablet. Old, a tablet, a right. chalk tablet. Right, they have to erase right. it. They come home and they're just yeah. filled with filled powder. Filled with chalk dust. You know? Yeah, well, but, that's annoying. But what's happened progressively more over the years, because now we've been in this school for a long time. My grand, my, my granddaughter, Jesus. My sister. His hey, oh, his granddaughter. My daughter is already out of that school for two years. Right, you know what a, I mean? She's a grandmother. And I have two kids in there. <laughs> but <laughs> school drop-off and pickup has become, first of all, so school it's starts... It's stressful. School starts at 9 o'clock. Right. People start getting there to park to get a great spot to drop their kid off yeah. at like 8.30 in the morning. Like it's a movie. Like something. lining up so right. that they don't have to walk super far so that they can just pull up to the curb. And then they stay there and they chat, right? But at pickup, it's the same thing. By 3.10, when school lets out at 3.30, right. you can't get a spot. It's bedlam over it's there. It's insane, bro. <laughs> People are double, triple parking, blocking people in. These are people that we see on the regular basis. These are people that might be friends of ours. These are people like... And you're th you're, you don't get people. a bus because you're very close. We don't get a bus, but there are plenty of buses, but that's the other thing. Right. Half the kids that get the bus, their parents come and pick them up anyway. Right, right. Not you know many what people I mean? use the buses anymore. No, it's so cutthroat. It's yeah. unbelievable. For what? So that you don't have to walk Mike, it reminds more than 10 me feet? of that scene. I know you're going to not like it, but I'm going back to Mr. Mom. That famous movie with Michael Keaton, early 80s. I, I may be dating some of our listeners. Maybe. But he has a scene in there where he's out of work and his wife goes back to work and he has to drop the kids off. And as a kid, I used to watch that scene and I used to laugh and say, oh, it can't be like that. And now as a, a parent, I'm saying that Michael Keaton and Mr. Mom was right. He was right, dude. He was right. It I'm is crazy. It's banana You pants. get yelled at by the crossing guard. Yeah. Other parents don't like, you know, they move in in front of you. It's true. M Michael Keaton, again, was right. And I'm not I'm not a big social person at 
the school drop off or pick up. Some no, people no, are you're not like the mayor. I'm not like you know. I'm there to get my kids and I'm there to leave. You're like in that's and out. that's why I'm there. You know, and I don't. That's the thing. Like I don't care that I have to park five blocks away. I really right, don't. Right, that's okay. But it's the reason that I have to park five blocks away because people are so irrational. Right. Well, that's this is society. Not now. only that, but what are you doing? How do you have a half an hour? To spend in your car, sitting and waiting for your well, kid to get out. Well, maybe they're not working. Well, I know like, most of them that that are picking up aren't. But right. even so, like then, what? Don't you have something better to do with right. that half an hour? Listen to this podcast. Listen to this. Well, Why that, don't you they, do maybe that? they are doing. Why maybe that's you? what it is. Maybe all right. those people. All right. So right. I take it back. Yeah, exactly. I take it back because I guess they're all in their they cars listening so to the podcast. Engulfed listening to this conversation that they 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 forget about they have kids. You know what we should do? We should put out signs in front of the school like they have when you go to see a, a Christmas light show. That's that synced up to music oh, at a radio station and say, good. turn your radio to 99.6 right. FM. Right, you should FM. hand out some cards there. 97X. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> the future of rock and roll. Can you name the movie? No, I can't. Rain Man. Rain Man. Oh, you know, I never saw Rain Man, the whole oh. movie. That's the truth. A guy like me, right? 97X. Yeah. Bam. And the that was um, rock and Dustin roll. Hoffman. Anyway, that's my big thing about spatial well, awareness. Listen, you, know? you don't like people. Well, I mean, just the idea of like what, I think the line has been grayed on what is acceptable in public and what is acceptable in your home. Well, I think you know? anything flies now. Well, we were in the diner before, and this Uh-oh. happens constantly too, and all of a sudden from the table behind us, we hear someone speaking on the phone, but their phone is on speakerphone, and they're in a diner. So they're still holding the phone in front of them. Right, and they're on speakerphone. And they're on speakerphone. Can I tell you, a, a, I got to plug a comedian I just saw. And maybe we'll get him on this show someday. But we went to go see Jim Gaffigan recently. He did 20 minutes on diners. And let me tell you something. That is a comedian. Oh, yeah. Absolutely hysterical. Yeah, he's great. He's Everything he said about a diner was absolutely hysterical. Yeah. And, and I think the old people on the cell phones on speaker are... If they're old, I give them a pass, Mike. But they're not all old. This woman happened to be older, but she was managing three grandchildren at the diner. Yeah, but people you know will leave I mean? there. We'll leave our kids for anyone. Don't you, don't let the kids babysitting. It does you know. not age discriminate, bro, people on speakerphones. It yeah. was like, remember Nextel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still use that in some uh, places. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of construction people do I never that. had an Nextel, yeah. and I sat next to plenty of people that had them, and I could never understand what the person was saying on the other end. All I know was that I was like, <laughs> right? like I was working I was working in the restaurant at the time. Terrible. I was working in the restaurant when these things were popular. Yeah, that was the, the service industry. And all you heard was <laughs> <laughs> all over the dining room. It was insane. This, thank God they're gone. But the speakerphones, if you're in public, you don't yeah, need to. What happens if it's, a, if it's a personal conversation? You don't have to hear. Marv, right. I still have my anima. You know, we don't right. want to hear that. Right. No, we don't need to hear it. I, I want to order my Reuben and be in and out. Right. Like, I couldn't make it any clearer that I could not care less about what the person well, uh, is saying on the I other end. Sometimes I think people don't know they're on speakerphone. No, 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 people, no, 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 no. Like, no. I, I have seen people. I used to have an old boss that did this. He would have the phone on speaker and he would hold it on his hand. Or on his head, like he was talking on the phone, but it was on speaker. And he'd be like, hey, uh, what about that meeting? <laughs> and people would be like, but that's oh, different. And, and, and he thinks he's on regular phone, but he's on speaker. Well, you know if they're holding it horizontally in front of their mouth, they know they're on speaker because there's no way they're holding it up to their ear. And I'm like, I just don't, I can't fathom why you think that's okay. And that's my thing, right? Like, why do you think it's okay to act like I'm not here and stand directly in front of me? Why do you think it's okay to just kind of walk well, by me, brush I, me, and don't reach back I, and I say, oh, sorry bro- about that? I think we're broaching on a lot of very scientific 
phobias that you have. I think we have to do one show on phobias. I don't show think so, dude. Phobias. I don't know. I mean, you don't seem like a guy that doesn't like people in personal space. Like, for example, when I see you, we embrace. I don't think you are. You don't seem like you don't want to embrace. When you say I'm embrace, a that sounds a little bit hey, dirty. Hey, listen, I'm a hugger. Know. Yeah, but I know you. Well. That's different. I don't know. Intimately. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. but, but Biblically. But, but you do that. Yeah, but that's different, bro. I'm telling you, it's more about the fact that well, people just are oblivious. Well, let me ask you a couple of oblivious. questions. Do you hug your father? Rarely. Really? Yeah. Wow. I know you hug your mother. I mean, you, yeah. But your father? No, really. Yeah, no. I'm surprised. Not really. What do you do? Like, Merry Christmas? You don't hug. No, the the, the pat hug. Oh, you know, the, the pat hug. Really? Half, half well, maybe that's what stems thing, you know? from your uh, not wanting to be that close to people. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I said. Right. It's exactly what I said. Right. It, you know, but I'll tell you, you know what? I, I guess my dad might just go stand in front of someone. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, you know what? I think my, I look at it this way. I think people just don't know. I don't think they do it purposely. I think people are just so wrapped up. But isn't that thinking, worse? I don't know. But they're thinking about everything else that they don't realize that they're putting their cooler right in front of you. But is, that's worse. I think it's worse. It's, We've done that before. Right. We've been in a concert. We set up chairs <laughs> and, and all this stuff. But I felt bad about it the whole time. Yeah, but, and but I wanted to move the chairs. We saw, all right, so we went to this outdoor concert. Yeah, and he put 90 chairs there and he didn't no, say no, no, a no. word. Everybody brought a chair because we were there all day long. Yeah. And until the main act came Raining on, which muddy. was 311. Oh, okay. God. Now we had this giant pile of folding chairs, you know, at this outdoor music festival because you couldn't have them set up anymore. And we didn't move them over to the side, but there had to be like 10 or 12 chairs. It was like chairs. 12 chairs. <laughs> this there. pile. It looked like a Mahjong tournament in Miami Beach. And it's dark and people yeah. were coming and tripping over them. Right. It was falling terrible. on their face. And Mike was like, well, we have to move the chairs, but you didn't move them? No, but nobody else wanted to well, move I them. I can remind people about it, too. Anyway, but you didn't. And I felt bad about that. That's the thing. I'm talking about yeah, the people that do not care that they did that. And one guy got really mad. Remember? One guy w- he was start- like, I thought he was going to say, I was like, oh, he's right. We don't yeah. know what to say. He walked off with one of the chairs. We yeah, had to I grab play- it back. I played from him. stupid. I yeah. was like, what chairs? Anyway, listen, just be aware of the space around you, please. Yeah, especially when you're around Mike. Especially when you're around me. But right. when you're around everybody, man, you you might not even notice that you're ruining someone's day or that you're frustrating somebody. Just be aware of the space around you. And don't speak on the speakerphone no, in public no, no. places. Unless you're over Come 80. On. If you're over 80, you can then do what you fine, want. fine, because I probably will laugh at your conversation. Right, right. Yeah, but... it's probably a funny conversation. Right, right. So the other thing, Matt, another nonsensical Uh-oh. that we have. These nonsensicals tonight are turning into more of like all right, rants. Yeah, right. Well, no, no, okay. no, no, no. That's okay. Be- that's yeah, okay. That's all right. That's what people want to hear. That's the money talk, Mike. So, Matt. That's let- what I'm telling you. Let's Let's... Let's set it up this way. Let's set the scene and try to do this via a little bit of a skit. All right. Let's Our see. Next we can always erase it. We, <laughs> or right? we can bring that's it to you n- anyway. That's the nice thing about the podcast. We can always erase anything. All right. So what we need is we need a premise that this would start where two parents are speaking to each other. So, so l- let's continue this theme. We'll be two parents speaking to each other at a softball tournament. Okay. We're at a because softball we, we tournament. Because we have a lot of listeners who had sports questions, and we both have children who are into softball. Okay. I'll start the skit. Okay? Are you ready? I am ready for the skit. All right. Oh, good morning, Josephine. Hey, <laughs> how are you? How have you been? Oh, I'm doing well. Looking forward to this tournament today, but I'll tell you, I was running late all day. Oh, you don't know the half of it, Josephine. You don't know the half of it. You couldn't even possibly understand. You don't know how my day was. Oh, you don't know about mine. (laughs) Did you have to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning because the baby started crying? I got up at 2.30 because the baby started crying and I had to take my husband to urgent care. Well, I never went to bed. 
because I heard your baby from next door and that woke up my baby and your husband screaming his face off made me realize that I was supposed to be at a hockey game at 4.15 with my older son. Well, urgent care was closed and we had to get airlifted to a hospital in another state. And but I still made the game. And you think that's busy? <laughs> You that think is busy. That's busy. I did about forty-five things in the time you were in that stupid helicopter ride, <laughs> Josephine. You have no clue. And then after this, after this, I've got a million things to do. Oh well, I have a million and one. Oh well, like like what? Like what? After this, we go right to dance. From dance, we're going to go to baseball. From baseball, we're going to karate. From oh, karate, no, 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 no. After karate, we've got that Boy Scout fundraiser. Oh, that's right. We'll see you there. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to manage. There's only two of us and six kids. (laughs) I don't understand. Oh, and I think my wife just gave birth again. So now there's that. Watch out. Watch out. Throw that into my day now. (laughs) You can't be any busier. You can't be any busier. And you can't one-up somebody who thinks that they are busier than you are. Everyone that you talk to today or say something to has to one-up you. I'm busy at work. I'm busier at work. My company's getting sold or bought, right? Right. You know, my kids uh, got two tournaments. My kids got three tournaments, you right. know? Right, I've got a cold. I've got the flu, well, you know? It's it whenever goes back you, and forth. Whenever you start a conversation with someone that's in the same boat as you, or really anyone, I guess, right? The whole thing is, hey, how are you? What's mm-hmm. going on? And the first thing you always hear is, oh, you have no idea. Right, you have no like, idea. No, I have every idea. Right. You know what I mean? That's why I have some friends that totally get it. And I'll go up to one of them and be like, "Hey, dude, what's going on?" And he's like, "Oh man, did you see the? Did you see that game last night?" Right. Like that's what the water cooler talk. That's right. what I'm looking for. Yeah, like, you, you don't want to get too uh, too deep into the day. Right. You being super busy, and you know what? I'm guilty of it. And I realize that I do it, and I have to pull back, and I have to realize, hey, I'm doing it right, right now. Right, right, right. Because we constantly complain about how busy we are, and we've discussed this before, that we have no one else to blame but no, ourselves. No, I, I blame you. You, you can blame me all I you do. want. I think people out there listening right now, if you want someone to blame for being overly scheduled, how about that? Yeah. We're overly scheduled. You blame Mike Mundy. Blame right me. Here. I mean, I'm pulling yeah. him into the saloon every week yeah, to really, yeah, no, no. He's do this no-money-making <laughs> gibberish session every week. <laughs> Too many sports. Too many everything. I mean, we, we literally, you know, and it drives you crazy. Some, my wife sometimes, you know, is having a little bit of a nervous breakdown. I say, listen, we got to calm down. And then I find myself having a nervous breakdown. I got to get to dance. Yep. I got to get to karate. I got to pick this up. Right. You know, it's true. But listen, so that's you're doing our it. life. You're doing I'm it. I'm getting nervous you, right now. You are busy bragging. Well, it's we can't help you. it. Right, right. I'm breaking right. again. You're doing it. See, right, oh, true. look at all these things and I got to do. work late. Right, right. right. There you go. Right, then we got to right, record, right. and then I got to go gotta to Bob Seger. Right, I got to go to see all these you shows. Know, my wig is ready. Right, right, right. Bob Seger, don't get me started. That was a show. Bottom line is, like, nobody, nobody cares about your schedule. No one cares about Everybody anything. has a crazy schedule. You want, you know what you want, My This is what you want. You want, you know, and I'm very similar. I want regular, superficial. I don't want to say superficial, but I want easy conversation. Right. I want how's everything. I want a few jokes. Right. I want a few laughs. Right. I want a drink, and I want to get out of there. Yes. It could be a soda. A, I don't want to go too long. You know, that's another thing. Some parents and that were, or some people want to go too long. They want to hang out. They want to talk. I don't want to go that deep. No. You know, the game's over, five minutes, boom, see you tomorrow. Right. But this is what happens. This is our life now. Right. And that's all we know how to talk about. Right, it's like, right, right. It's like, and I know that you don't participate in any fantasy sports, Matt, but I do. No, I my life is a fantasy, Mike. I, <laughs> I don't have to participate in any fantasy sports. I live a fantasy every day. Final fantasy. That's yeah, true. But it's very similar in the fact that <laughs> there's a saying in fantasy sports. Mike's of, getting all choked up. I am. Nobody wants 
to hear about your fantasy sports team. You know, like everybody, you think that's they, the saying? No one wants to use. <laughs> well, that's not the wow. whole saying. I thought you were going to say know. a profound saying. There's a saying in fantasy sports: <laughs> no one wants to hear your team. That's the, that's not a saying. Confucius you, say. You just said that. No, I just said that. But that's the. But that's what's the, the idea. saying? Is there a saying like a bird in the hand this, is worth two in the bush? The saying goes like this. Fantasy, fantasy. Nobody wants to. I <laughs> don't. Right. I don't freaking know. There's man. a famous saying. That but says, the I, the idea is people love to talk about their fantasy teams, right? But nobody wants to hear about your fantasy team, even other fantasy players. What? what but happened we to all you, do it. But w- will you listen to someone if they want to talk about Fantasy Island? Uh, absolutely, well, man. Then there's the difference. The plan, maybe, ne- the maybe, yeah, maybe next time someone's talking about fantasy, whatever you bring up. You know, right? But, Fantasy Island, but the busy bragging—it's just—it's yeah, too, too much, man. And like, you know what? I'm, I, there's got to be so many people listening to this right now that that do I don't it notice you do that. that, but no, because that's just like part of our conversation. Right, right. We've right. already probably talked about what our schedules are like. Right. Yeah. In the, the next few it. days since yeah. you got here today, and it's just what, right, right, right. You know, like, why do we? Why do we care? That's true. You know, like, why do? Don't take this the wrong way. But why do I give a crap that your daughter oh has to go God. to dance tomorrow? Why not? She's why do you care tap. that my son has to go to baseball tomorrow? I care. Why do you care? Because God forbid something goes no, wrong. No, at the end of the season we say, hey, how was baseball? Right, right, yeah, we're not involved that intricately. Yeah, I don't need yeah, to know. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what? I so you, dance right now. Yeah, well, listen, tap dance is tough. <laughs> it is tough. Anyway, busy bragging. Let us know if you do it, if you can't stand it, if you can't stand it, but you still do it. Right. Like we do. We all do it. You know, but that's now. Now I think, Matt. I think it's time to wrap up these not the nonsensical oh, segment. Oh, wrap up the nonsensical segment. We, I got one that is a true nonsensical. Uh, what is it? In a lot of traveling in hotels lately. Oh, I love this one. You know, yeah, yeah. And I'm starting to note. I've always noticed it, but I'm starting to remember that we should talk about this on the podcast. Is why the hell is every single shower in every hotel and house, for that matter, why does everyone work? Well, I think you know when I, I'm, I'm sort. I don't want to say I'm an expert, uh, but I do shower every day. So does that make me an expert? Well, I shower twice a day. Oh, hey, well, who has time to shower? I'm showering right now. I don't have time to shower. Yeah, who has time to it shower? It must be nice two showers a day. <laughs> we got a karate tournament to go yeah, to. There's no time for me. <laughs> Boy, I'd love to shower once a day. Oh, I signed my kids up for 25 things. I'm too busy to shower. What are you Rockefeller? But Sorry, that was the last. I, I know a lot about. Um, you know that because I'm in the hospitality business. I'm a hotel aficionado, really, and I think showers now are like in flux. Uh and there's the opening of what is that? A tab? That's a Sam Summer. Uh, a Sam Go Summer. Go on. Go on. I think that showers now, bathrooms are kind of in flux. Like there's new modern showers, there's old ones. So the whole the whole idea of it is, is kind of changing. It's like cell phones. It's like remember we had a flip phone. Yeah. And then it didn't take pictures, then it took pictures. So the, then we got a smartphone. So the it's bath like, is the like bath a beeper. Is, the, right, right. The, the OG. Right. right. The old, like, it's changing so rapidly. Like, you redo your bathroom, you just redid your bathrooms. Yeah, like They're three already years out ago. of style. You know, there's always new stuff. Yeah, but that's different, I think. Like, I don't know. I get it. I get it to a point, but I've never, been, I've never seen the same shower in a hotel twice. And there, a lot of them are from the same time period. I'm just happy you Some of them you turn shower. to the right. Some Hey-o. of them you turn to the left. Some of them you have to flip the little lever right. underneath. Some of them you don't. Some, some of them you don't know. So yeah, and like you don't know how they're going. No, so you think I, it's hot. 
Right. And it's freezing, it's freezing cold, cold, right? And then vice versa. Or the tub is always filling up at the hotel. Like, right. You never know how to turn. Yeah. It makes you feel like such a moron. Yeah, right. It's unbelievable. You, you can't take a shower. Right. And yeah. I don't know, man. It's, I figured after a while, like, I figured once I was an adult. Well, you know what you have to do with the hotels? You have to, like, you have to schedule time to figure it out. You're like, okay, I have to be, I have to take a shower now, so I better go in 15 minutes early. I'm too busy for that. Yeah. <laughs> And and right and you have to play with the thing and feel the water. It's a whole big production. I don't understand why there can't be a uniform way that a shower no. works. And if you've ever gone to Europe, by the way, oh, remember, they I, don't even have showers. They in are Europe. so low. Well, we have listeners in Europe, so let's. I took a I took a shower in Amsterdam once. Uh oh, once. Once. And he was there two weeks. Hey oh. And the nozzle was like lower than my nipple. Right. Right. Well, that's a, that's pretty low. But the whole the thing is everything is miniaturized. I'm like, yeah. what is this? The land of yeah, little people before I, I, it was I Amsterdam? swear to you, I took a shower in London at my brother and sister-in-law, my wife and I, and the, there was carpet, I kid you not, inside Ew. the shower. The walls were half carpeted. No. Yes. No. I kid you not. <gasps> I know. <laughs> I never said the shower was 400 years old. Mike just clenched his pearls. You ever seen Mike get so upset about something? This is disgusting. Yeah, I've never seen him in his whole life. I've never seen him get Bro, were there upset. mushrooms growing out of this carpet? Mike, the, the, showers, the, the showers 300 years old. You know, the buildings, also, when you go to Europe, remember. Right, they're ancient. You, you, we, we, carpet we have, is not ancient. We have a room that's 10 years old. Like, oh my God, it's 10 years old. You go to Europe, it's 1,000 years old. Yeah, but carpet in the shower? I don't understand shower? it. They had pumps in there. It was weird. We've talked about carpet in the bathroom. Yeah, which is a big no-no. And some Fakakta story you told about carpet in the kitchen, which yeah, I well, still haven't found anything else carpeted. on. In the kitchen, too. But well, in well, you know. the shower. Yeah, and what was it? Yeah. Just a drain cut out in the middle? No, it was on the walls. So instead of tile, So not on the carpet. floor. No, it wasn't on the floor. So why? I don't know. That's the way it was. It's a, it was in London. There's a hotel. No, this was a, their apartment. They rented it. I don't know what to I say. I know, to right? I'm telling you. So be thankful. I feel like for I need to have. go take a shower. Yeah, now. be thankful for what you have. Anyway, why is it that showers work differently? I don't know, but I do know that it is. When I go to take a shower in a hotel, I, it always crosses my mind before I get in the shower. And I'm like, oh man, this is going to be a problem. What about when you go to a shower? We were in <laughs> hotels a lot. You know, I, I travel for work and we travel with family. But let me tell you, sometimes the hotel is so modern. The shower, it looks like a space chamber. You just I mean, to... I'm not, I walk, I don't even know. Right. The door, I feel like I'm going to get beamed into another century. I'm like, all I want to do is go to the, sh take a shower Right, now. like you just have to be standing at a certain yeah, angle I'm for like, a wow, sensor. This is really something. Right, it's sensor driven. Right. The glass, you know, how do you open the door, like, you know? One of those right, yeah. waterfall shower Everything heads. is heated, the towels are heated, it's nice. The but carpet little, is heated. Yeah, I feel like the space shuttle. I don't know where showers are going, man. Yeah, I really well, don't, watch but, out. But I think it's like this big sham. That yeah. hotel companies around the world run it. How can we confuse our guests more? Yeah. Like, what can we do to our shower? Let's reverse the polarity in the wall so that when they turn it the wrong way, it Here's goes Here's another thing. Cold. We were talking about this the other day. I was talking about it with, with Christine, my lovely wife, who's very patient. Would you ever take a bath in a hotel room shower? No. Yeah, even a beautiful one. We we stay in nice places, right? No, right? Well, I don't know. Nice oh, places. even in a, I, I wouldn't. No, no way. I, no, no, no. A, a I'm bad, saying I, I don't never usually take a stay bad, in period. nice, nice places. No, I don't think so. What about you get one of those jacuzzi rooms? No, I'm not a jacuzzi person. You're always I'm a little a pool leery. Person. I would do. Uh, we had a jacuzzi room once, and it didn't work. No, it's which not, probably yeah. was better off yeah, that I'm way. Not, uh, yeah, probably can't was better it. off that yeah, way. Yeah, can't do it. Anyway, those are our nonsensicals wow, for today. Wow, another great nonsensical segment, Mike. All right, Matt, kudos to another rip-roaring, flapjacking, awesome time wow, tonight. Wow, flapjacking. You like now that I'm one, Now I'm hungry. Huh? Now I want pancakes. You like All that one, All of a sudden. Right? 
So tonight in recap, we talked about a whole bunch of nonsensicals. We talked about the spatial awareness, the busy bragging. We talked about the showers. Mike's psychosis. Mike's psychosis. We talked about the 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 lovely comments from our listeners. Wow. Well, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Keep Thank them you very coming. much. We got, we got a new listener in Beirut. Just Please, everyone, up. tell people about us. Like us, share us, follow us. You know, whatever it takes. Get us out there a little bit. We'd like to uh, be able to do more things on the podcast, you know, and with your support, we could do that. So please go out there and Yeah, we'd and like sh- to get a second microphone. Share it. We have to. Oh, I know. We'd like to share it with the world. So we'd please like go ahead and lights. do that. So we will see you again next time. That's so right. I'm Mike Mundy. And I'm Matt Santarpia. Hey-o. Hey-o. Music written and performed by David Abenetti. Much love.